Good morning to Radhakala Chanji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. And as I always feel, every time we have a really spirited, rousing kirtan, it's almost as there, there's nothing else to say after that. Prabhu uh, Nitai, you, wonderful. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So, whatever it was I was going to say, my words escaped me. They'll come eventually. But that was, it's really nice to have that energy in the temple. We're going to be reading from Canto 1, Chapter 2. And we're on text 23. Thank you. Of the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. And always, as we're reading and opening up the scriptures, there is always something that reflects whatever it is that we need to hear. So before or after I read the shloka and then the translation and purport, I just have to add something. But before we do that, we always like to sing Jaya Radha Madhava. Jayarata Madhava Kunjabi Hari Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jayarata Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jayarata Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Hare Krishna Kirivaradari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Shoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yamunatira Vanachari 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 Jayarata Madhava Kunjabi Hari Kunjabi Jaya Radham Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivaradari Janavallabha Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Braja Yashoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Radhe Radha Kala Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Jaya Radha Kala Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Radhe Radha Kala Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Jaya Jaya Jagannath 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 Jaya Jaya Jagannath Jaya Jagannath 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 Jaya 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 Baladev 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 Jaya Jaya Baladev Jaya Jaya Baladev 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 Jaya Jaya Baladev Jaya Jaya Subhadra 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra Jaya Subhadra 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 Jaya 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 Gornitai 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai Jaya Gornitai 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 Nitai Goro Haribo Haribo Hari bol nitai goro hari bol nitai goro hari bol hari bol hari bol nitai goro hari jai shila prabhu pad ki jai so continuing with the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 2, and this is on divinity and divine services, which actually is what we just did, some service, I mean, kirtan, singing in the, assemb- the assembly of devotees, that is actually a service. And sometimes just, it's very easy to get carried away with the Maha Mantra because it is so transcendental. And sometimes that's all you need to say. So uh, forgive me if I just go in and out of the book. We'll, we'll repeat it, but it's just very nice to have such nice energy flowing among the association of devotees. That's why it's so important to have a good association of devotees. Very important. Okay, I'm going to get back to the text. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Sadvarajas tamaita praktea gunastea yukta para purusha eka ihasha date stitia de hariverinchi harete samginyana sreyam shitatra kalu sadvatanu nirnam shaya sadvarajas tamaiti prakriti gunastea yukta para purusha eka yasha date Ditya de hari virinchi harete samgyana 
Shreyam Shitatrakolo Sadvatonu Niranam Shah Sadvarajas Tamayiti Prakriti Gunastia Yukta Para Purusha Ekayasha Date Stitia De Hari Verinchi Harati Samgyana Shreyam Shitatrakolo Sadvatonu Niranam Shaya So who would like to repeat that? Yes. Go with it, Prabhu, because that's... It probably does, but I usually make up my own. Sadvarachastamaiti prakriyagunastha Yukta para purusha eka ihashadate. Stiti ade hari verenchi hariti samgyana. Shriyam sutatra kolu sadva. Tanu nirnam shaya. Is it saya? S-Y-U-H? I was pronouncing it saya. I don't, you are my, you are. You've been in the movement one minute longer than me, so. <laughs> How does Krishna want us to pronounce it? Okay, let's go. Let let's go with um, let's go with Saya. I like that. Of course, that doesn't mean everyone else has to go with it. I mean, anyone else like to repeat this? Sattva rajastama iti prakrita gunasta. Yukta pare parusha eka ihasha date. Stiti ade hare verinchi hare ti samyana. Sri Yamshatatra kulir sarvatanya Uh, yes. A. I remember listening to this class before I moved here, and I remember you making that point, and I always try to remember that. So it's like, uh, go ahead. What what is it now? Astitadaye. No, no, no. We have an open class. So uh, it, it's always, your, your comments are always welcome. Um, all right. So that we've got that, uh, we've read that. Um, we'll do word for word. Sattvam, goodness, raja, passion, tama, the darkness of ignorance, iti, thus, prakrite, of the material nature, guna, qualities, tai, by them, yukta, associated with, para, transcendental, purusha, the personality, Eka, one, Ihasha, of this material world, Tate, accepts. Stite, how did you put it together now? Stita daye, Stita daye. Thank you. 
That is so interesting. Stita Daye. Ah, this comes from experience. Of course. Who was that? Who was the translator? Makunda Dara. He was working with Sri Dainanda Marshan. Ah, so you pull that together. For the matter of creation, maintenance and destruction. For the matter of creation, maintenance and destruction. Etc. Hari. Hari. Vishnu. Vishnu. The personality of Godhead. The personality of Godhead. Varinchi. Brahma. Hara. Lord Shiva. Iti. Thus. Samyana. Different features. Shriyamsi. Ultimate benefit. Tatra. Therein. Kalu. Of course. Sattva, goodness, tanu, form, niranam, of the human being, saya, derived. Translation is the transcendental personality of Godhead is indirectly associated with the three modes of material nature, namely, Passion, goodness, and ignorance. And just for the material world's creation, maintenance, and destruction, he accepts the three qualitative forms of Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Of these three, all human beings can derive ultimate benefit from Vishnu, the form of the quality of goodness. Let me read that again. The transcendental personality of Godhead is indirectly associated with the three modes of material nature, namely passion, goodness, and ignorance. And just for the material world's creation, maintenance, and destruction, he accepts the three qualitative forms of Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Of these three, all human beings can derive ultimate benefit from Vishnu, the form of the quality of goodness. Purport. That Lord Sri Krishna, by his plenary parts, should be rendered devotional service as explained above is confirmed by this statement. Lord Sri Krishna and all his plenary parts are Vishnu Tattva, or the Lordship of Godhead. From Sri Krishna, the next manifestation is Baladev. From Baladev is Sankarshan. From Sankarshan is Narayana. From Narayana, there is a second Sankrishan, and from this Sankrishan, the Vishnu Purusha avatars. The Vishnu or the deity of the quality of goodness in the material world is the Purusha avatar known as the Siradokasaye Vishnu or Paramatma. Brahma is the deity of Rajas. Rajas, passion. And Shiva of ignorance. There are three departmental heads. They are the three departmental heads of the three qualities of this material world. Creation is made possible by the goodness of Vishnu. And when it requires to be destroyed, Lord Shiva does it by the Tandava Nirtya. And that's Lord Shiva's dance of destruction. The materialists and the foolish human beings worship Brahma and Shiva respectively. But the pure transcendentalists worship the form of goodness, Vishnu, in his various forms. Vishnu is manifested by his millions 
and billions of integrated forms and separated forms. The integrated forms are called Godhead, and the separated forms are called the living entities or the jivas. Both the jivas and the Godhead have their original spiritual forms. Jivas are sometimes subjected to the control of material energy, but the Vishnu forms are always controllers of this energy. When Vishnu, the personality of Godhead, appears in the material world, he comes to deliver the conditioned living beings who are under the material energy. Such living beings appear in the material world with intentions of being lords, and thus they become entrapped by the three modes of nature. As such, the living entities have to change their material coverings for undergoing different terms of imprisonment. The prison house of the material world is created by Brahma under instruction of the personality of Godhead. And at the conclusion of the Kalpa, the whole thing is destroyed by Shiva. But as far as maintenance of the prison house is concerned, it is done by Vishnu as much as the state prison house is maintained by the state. Anyone, therefore, who wishes to get out of the prison house of material existence, which is full of miseries, like repetition of birth, death, disease, and old age, must please Lord Vishnu for such liberation. Lord Vishnu is worshipped by devotional service only. And if anyone has to continue prison life in the material world, he may ask for relative facilities for temporary relief from the different demigods like Shiva, Brahma, Indra, and Varuna. No demigod, however, can release the imprisoned living being from the conditioned life of material existence. This can only be done by Vishnu. Therefore, the ultimate benefit may be derived from Vishnu, the personality of Godhead. Now, there is so much information in this purport, and it actually covers the scriptures, what the scriptures are discussing. And it makes one extremely tolerable of how many times they may hear a point in different ways. Because Lord Krishna has to reach each and every one of us where we are. And what's interesting, and I kept going over this again and again, and it just, for some reason, it reminded me of something that needed to be said. And there's, I was going back trying to remember, what verse is this where the Lord really brings this point into being? But he brings many points into being. And that's in Bhagavad Gita, um, after the conglomeration of uh, ideas and points from my family, we decided it was chapter 4, text 8 of the Bhagavad Gita. But I'll read that afterwards. But for some reason, that just bears mentioning. So going back again um, to, the, to the purport, What is interesting is that 
during the creation of the world, Vishnu, Brahma, and Shiva are necessary. They are definitely necessary for the main, the creation, the maintenance, and whenever necessary, the annihilation. And it speaks of a kalpa. So now this is what I believe a kalpa is. It's a thousand of the four yukes. Uh, that's a kalpa. And that's the point at which annihilation takes place. And it goes on to speak of the responsibilities of Brahma, creator, Vishnu, maintenance, oh, much bigger than maintenance, but Shiva, annihilation. Every time there is a creation, every time creation takes place, these Purusha avatars um, and the Purusha avatar that we should be more familiar with is Kashira Dakasaye, and that is Paramatma, the Lord in the heart. So we can never say at any point in time, no matter what is going on in our lives, that Krishna is not present with us. The Lord is so so compassionate and so loving that each time we find ourselves in this material world because we want to be controllers or, as is familiarly known, lords of the universe, Krishna sets it up so that we have everything necessary to understand that this material world is not ours because at no point in time is the jiva ever really satisfied with the material conveniences or inconveniences. Never. Unless, of course... And I hate to always throw this in, but unless, of course, he's been sent to assist the uh, the jivas by the Lord. But the point is, the Lord knows that there are going to be some individuals that want to enjoy themselves. That want to see if they can enjoy themselves as much as the Lord. So he manifests the creation of the world. And I believe that's Gaboda Kashaye. And he gives us all the things that we need. And he lets us allow ourselves to feel like we control everything in this material world. And actually, the jiva has fallen asleep. He's asleep and he thinks he's the Lord. So this universe was created for him to play out that entire process. Whatever it is he needs is there. All of the sense gratifications, all of the the pros and the cons of a life are there. All of the illusions are there. But in each time, certain individuals are given the potency of the power to help relieve these individuals to help them to understand that this is not their their this is not their home jivas can be rescued by bhagavat and bhagavat can either be the scriptures or a devotee a sincere devotee And it also speaks of the difference in the jiva and Vishnu. They both have 
identifications. They both have identities, but they are separate identities. They have qualitative traits, but not quantitatively. Which means that no matter how many jivas come together, no matter how much potency they may feel they have, they will never be the supreme personality of Godhead. Krishna's got that covered completely. Totally covered. And as usual, as a loving parent and as the father, mother of all, he allows us to go as far as we want to go in this material universe. And at some point in our lives, we're going to come to an understanding that you've done something for so many years and it's not worked. You've tried this and it's not worked. What is understood and what has been proved time after time is when you serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead, when you take to bhakti yoga, devotional service, that is the only way by which you can find your way back to your original home Back to Godhead. And in this purport, it speaks of the individuals that want to continue their prison life. And it says for that purpose, the demigods are there to facilitate the temporary relief from whatever it is that Jiva is going through. The Lord has set it up so the demigods are there to assist, but it's only temporary. But in order to be completely released from all that is going on in the material world, you cannot go to any demigod and ask for that release. And that should tell you in itself where the power lies. Even the demigods serve, and worship the Lord. So for those that choose to worship the demigods, that's, you know, that's, that's a matter of, um, that's a matter of choice. It is not recommended, but Krishna as a loving father, parent, gives us the opportunity as children to try things over and over again. But somewhere in a point in time, it should come to our understanding that if we are constantly asking the demigods for something, who are they getting this power from? Where are they getting the potency to deliver these desires and wishes that we're asking? And ultimately here, we're told it's it's the Lord, Vishnu, Krishna. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is where all of the potency lies, where all of the power lies, and he is most worshipable by any and everyone. But depending on what our previous karma has been, some of us enjoy coming back to this planet over and over again. And each time, you're continuing where you left off. Well, everyone that's listening right now and everyone that's sitting here, those that are seen and unseen, you have had an opportunity to touch base, to touch the lotus feet of a personality. You've had the opportunity to be in the presence of Lord Krishna. Otherwise, you would not be here. Everyone cannot come to this location. Now, some come uh, for different purposes, and it's played out, whatever the scenario is. But the point is, when you are given the opportunity to hear the scriptures, when you're given the opportunity to be in the association of the Lord on this material plane, but here it's spiritual and transcendental, 
take advantage of it. Every bit of it, every bit of it is real. The Lord in the heart, Paramatma, always there. He never leaves us. And that was the point that I wanted to read from. And maybe at some point there's locals that I'll remember, but the nice part about it is we should never get rid of our books because that's where the information is. And there was a book that was at 1980 or whatever the sci-fi book was where they were destroying books. If you know nothing else, it is very important to keep our books, to keep a set of books so that you can pass it down from generation to generation. Because at some point we may not have the availability of these books. We may not have the availability of coming to a temple to listen. There are a lot of things that may change, that will change in the future. And this is just a heads up. Srila Prabhupada always believed in his devotees being prepared. And not that I'm telling you something ominous, but there's certain preparations that we need to make for now and as much as possible in the future. Take to the association of the scriptures. Read Srila Prabhupada's books. Surround yourself with really, really good association. Chant. Read. Come together in kirtan. These are, these are periods where you're doing service, but it's transcendental service. And it does have an impact on you. And if it doesn't, either, no, we, we're going to have to say, if it doesn't, you're doing something wrong. Every single year, you should notice something different that has transpired with yourself. And it's supposed to be on an elevated plane. Each time that you, let's use a yardstick, each time you come together with your Guru Maharaj or your Shiksha, you should notice a change. Or he should, she should notice the change in your personality. We should not be the same over and over again when it means when it comes to changing our imperfections because we have them. But when we take baby steps to correct our imperfections, there's a problem. We should all be realizing miracles in our lives. We should be able to quote as devotees to someone else some miracle that has taken place in our lives. If we are not able to, and of course you must use discretion when you're sharing. If you're not coming across this, you're doing something wrong. But the point I wanted, the um, sloka I wanted to read was Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 8. Paritranaya sadunam. Vinasha chaduskritam dhamma samstapanataya sambhavame yug yug. That's my own. The point is, uh, the shloka is saying, to deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to establish the principles of religion, I myself appear millennium after millennium. And the point that is made here and the point that's indirectly being made in this particular purport is that never at a time are we alone, never at a time do we not have all of the necessary facility to discover, for instance, who we are, why we're here, how to get back to where we belong. Never at a point in time do we not have that facility, except, of course, when we choose the path of being enjoyers of the material world 
and there is nothing that you'll be able to enjoy materially because it will never satisfy, because it is illusory, and because it is not our true selves. So take the opportunity to read Srila Prabhupada's books, to understand the only way back to Godhead is on the path of bhakti yoga or devotional service. I remember I had a, um, I'm going to end at this point soon, but I had a, a, um, a t-shirt on and it had uh, Lord Jagannath on it and it had the Maha Mantra on the back. And it just lets us know how much work we have to do because one of the ladies uh, in one of the places that I was going to, she automatically recognized it. Oh, you're, you're a Hare Krishna, so you all do yoga. And I thought, my gosh, we've got so much further to go because some people only think of us as those people that do yoga. We do, but it's bhakti yoga. That is the connection that is so important to the jiva when he comes into the material world. To understand that his purpose is to serve the servant of the servant of the servant in the process of serving Lord Krishna. Krishna needs absolutely nothing from us. Nothing. And who was, I'm trying to remember who was describing how a little child comes up to the parent and they draw this squiggly picture of something and the parent loves the child so much. Oh, oh, that was uh, Yananda Prabhu. You put it on the refrigerator, you put it on the mirror so that that child understands or at least the parent understands the child is doing the best they can and they love them through their process of growth. Well, in actuality, Krishna does too because we go through so many faults, so many stumbles, so many hiccups along the road and yet Krishna lovingly guides us Sometimes we're aware of it, sometimes we're not. But when you follow the process, when you take, especially when you take Diksha, if you're following that process, reading, chanting, no meat eating, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication, rising early in the morning, being clean, on and on and on, this process will lead you back to the Lord, if you are taking, even if you're taking initially the process lightly, at some point in time, it's going to be like a slam or something. It automatically hits you. I got it. Now I know what I'm supposed to do. I have this relationship with the Lord. I feel it now. And when you feel that relationship that you have with the Lord, because all of us, have our own individual relationships with the Lord, no one should be able to pull you off of the path of devotion. No one. Because that loving exchange that you have with the Lord will go beyond any connection that you have ever had in this material world. And if you get it right, you'll not want to lose that again. So I'm going to end at this point and open it up for comments. Sharing. Anyone want to comment or share? Oh, I always like to. I always like to finish up with going back to the point. The point in the translation was Naratam. Uh, I don't know if it, is it working. The transcendental personality of Godhead is indirectly associated with the three modes of material nature, namely. Passion, goodness, and ignorance. And just for the material world's creation, maintenance, and destruction, he accepts the three qualitative forms of Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Of these three, all human beings can derive ultimate benefit from Vishnu, the form of the quality of goodness. Yes, 
Thank you again for that really wonderful class, Antaryami Maharaji. I have um, a question or more like if you can expound more when you said that when we're doing something or when we're doing something wrong, can you expound more on that subject? When you were talking about when we're doing something wrong, we're not like. I mean, every year we have to that just like that. When you're not having uh, transcendental realizations, when you're not experiencing the relationship that you have with Krishna, and in the process of that relationship, there are various miracles that should be taking place in your life. Things that you should be aware of that are not ordinary for the average person. And generally what happens in those situations, and I cannot remember which uh, literature I was reading from, is either the devotee has found or been displeased in some way or has watched someone else in a position and I, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to generalize it, but I'm trying to be very tactful with it. Um, maybe they've experienced someone that was in a position to follow, and that individual did not follow properly. They were not a good guide, or the devotee was not chanting sincerely, was not reading, um, was not taking um, the opportunity to hear from those that are senior, pure devotees. And that's another category that we could talk about. Um, But generally that person is having difficulty with following um, the rules and regulations of a devotee. Reading, chanting, association, your mind is constantly with you at all times. And depending on where your mind is focused in the process of devotional service, if you find yourself in the company of people that are devotees but they're not speaking positively, that's going to have an effect on you, especially if you're really new in the process of understanding what God consciousness is. If you are not putting the Lord in the center of your life and letting everything else reflect around it instead of putting everything else in the center 
of your life and then throwing the Lord in when it's convenient. When we're not following the proper steps of God consciousness, when we're not following the scientific process, if we do it occasionally, maybe this day I'm feeling it, maybe the next couple of days I'm not feeling it, let me hang out with, with somebody else whose mind is totally corrupt and they're doing all types of things that are not necessarily productive to my God consciousness. And then maybe the next couple of days they'll get back on track, but they lose focus. Mainly, we lose focus of things. You've lost track. You've gone off track. If you have, you've missed an opportunity to have those miracles take place in your life. You talk to a a senior devotee, one that's been through the ups and downs, and you definitely will have the occasional challenges in your life. As a devotee, we're going to have them, and we're going to have probably more of them and more unique situations than the average person has. You will notice different things manifesting in our lives We're going to be challenged. Some people, if their foundation is not strong enough and they go through a challenge, they'll fall apart. Others will see it as, okay, the Lord has had control, complete control of my life. There's a reason that all of this is happening. And they don't fall apart and they don't walk away from the situation. You hang in long enough, you'll see what the purpose was behind a particular thing. Just going through the regular process of devotional service, you'll notice different miracles, different things that happen that never happened to you before. I could sit and write a book about some of the wonderful things that happened, and I wasn't even a devotee. But what I was was someone who hung around the devotees. Oh, and the other important thing is prashadam. Prashadam is very potent. I took prashadam from the temple, and every now and then, I would build up my tolerance for going to the temple because that was something new to me. But I was sincere about it because I was really searching for something. And even then, on that platform of someone that was not initiated, the intelligent do come to Krishna consciousness. I was intelligent enough to realize that certain things were happening in my life because of the Lord. You know, anytime that you're in a job and your life is threatened, that's not a normal job. And you see how Krishna saves you from these particular situations. It's not normal. To have the extent of demonic energy that traveled around the corporation where I worked, to have them move someone in temporarily to the house next door to me, temporary, and to have a gunshot go through the window where I would ordinarily be sitting, and to have the gun the bullet hit the glass, not climb through the glass on the first floor, but to crawl up, to crawl up the glass to the brick. It was a brick house, and it goes up to the second floor, goes into the window, and up in the ceiling of the bedroom where I was not. That's not normal. That is not normal. That is not normal. You have to be aware of the Lord speaking to you and the Lord's presence. And that was at a stage where I was really being challenged by energy that was not necessarily supposed to be around me, but it served a purpose because it built up my confidence. Because the first thing I thought is, Only a God could have kept me from being in that spot where I usually am on at that particular time of the day. No other explanation necessary. You have to be aware that 
if nobody else understands what you're doing and how your sincerity is and how sincere you are, Krishna understands. And when you begin to develop that connection with Krishna and see how much he's loving you and showing you in different ways how much he's loving you, it would be a very dull person who could miss all of that and just walk away from it. Maybe once in our lifetimes do we have the opportunity to have association of the Lord and to have it developed into a connection that is similar to the connections in the spiritual world. And most of us are so close to it. And right at the time when everything is falling apart, when it seems like, up, oh, that's it, I, I, I just want to bury my head in the sand, like, who is it, the ostrich or something? That's the point at which there is a change that's right around the corner, and you just have to hang in there long enough to see it. And then it's one loving miracle, one loving incident after another. And it just connects you with the Lord because you know that you are loved. You know that you are loved better than any jiva in this world could possibly love you. When you get to the point where you understand that Krishna loves you, that he wants you more than you want him, when you see how many times he knocks away and knocks all the blocks out of your pathway, you will start to notice This is not ordinary. This must be something special. (gasps) This is a miracle. I know I gave you more than what you asked for, but when you are focused on Krishna consciousness, no matter what's going on, the Lord will present himself or present situations where you know this is not an ordinary circumstance for the average jiva in this material world. You'll know it. And you will become connected with it because you will understand there is so much more. And Krishna's always, there is so much more Krishna wants to give us, but sometimes our heads are not on straight and we miss the miracles that are taking place in our everyday life. Miracles. One more, one more, and then I'll stop. But one more in the uh, neighborhood where I lived, I'm trying to remember if I had taken Diksha, there was a, a, a situation where um, there was this guy that was driving around at night, right at dusk, um, whenever, it was in the wintertime, picked a perfect time, and he would ride around on his bike, and um, he would be a nuisance in the neighborhood. Let's just put it that way. And I remember coming in with my, my uh, family, one night, and it was dark. We'd gone shopping, and I had forgotten to shop on the weekend, so I shopped during the uh, after work. It's dark. The porch light is barely on. And out of the peripheral, my vision, I see some movement across the street. You know, it's just something moving quickly, and I recognize this, this guy on the bike. And this was his MO. He's his, whoever it is, it's on a, he's on a bike. So... You know, the kids are taking forever to get the grocery out of the car, and I've got my eye on this guy. By the time I get to the door, this guy has crossed over, and he's come, uh, he's uh, a house away from me, two houses away. So the kids are inside. That's my priority. Kids are inside. And uh, I'm pulling the car up all the way into the driveway, and I turn, and immediately the guy is in front of the house. And what is happening is that as he's trying to move, his feet become tangled up in the spokes of the wheel, and that allows me into the house. That's not ordinary. He couldn't even get his feet out of the bike, the the spokes of the wheel. All of a sudden, he was stalled, feet tangled up in the spokes of the bike, and he's just stuck. I wait until I get inside and I laugh. I laugh. It's like, Krishna, you did it again. You saved us again. 
I'd never seen anything like this. This guy's just riding the bike just as smoothly on the other side of the street. He gets on the other side where I'm sure he was meaning to cause some some type of issue that wasn't positive. Krishna tangles his feet in the spokes of the bike. And this guy is, I close the door and I just peep out the window upstairs. And he's still in front of the house trying to get his feet tangled from the spokes of the bike. Beware. Understand that Krishna sees what you do, even though you don't think he does. Krishna knows what you're doing. And keep your eyes open and your ears open and sometimes close the mouth and observe. You'll pick up so much that may pass by the ordinary person. Krishna is always there. Always. And every now and then, he shows you a miracle. And that keeps you going until the next one. And the next one. And the next one. And then the one that takes you back home, back to Godhead. I think it's always good to talk about things that we're familiar with. That I am familiar with. That solidified me as a devotee, even though I'd been a devotee for a couple of years at that time. Hang in. Don't let go. You have Krishna's attention. Now, when do you recognize him and understand who he is? It takes us a while. But believe me, it is worth anything that you could ever go through. Because once you have that love and that understanding that Krishna's got my back, once you understand that, everything else is just a a little hiccup along the way. Krishna's got your back. Um, Thank you, Prabhu, for asking that. I hope I answered you. You have any miracles you want to... You want to relate? I'm sure that you, you have got to have had some. You've been around such wonderful associations in Mayapur and other places. Uh, did I you want to share? just want to share something that um, happened with my father. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's not as, uh, you can say, as extreme as a bullet. Sure. No, no, but, it's but go like, share. Um, this was when I was still a kid, and then he was doing this business, and he built a building for this business. Mm-hmm. And then everything just went south somehow. Mm-hmm. And um, he was sitting on this unfinished building. And he had a picture of Gopal. Mm-hmm. And he was just praying to Gopal. Like, what am I going to do? I have my kids. I have to take care of them. Right. What are we going to feed them and stuff like that. And the next moment, the phone rang. Mm-hmm. And it was Srila Gurudev, Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj, who was on the phone. And uh, that was definitely, that was Krishna's hand in there. Just like he was talking to to Gopal. And Mm -hmm. then Gurudev, Goswami Maharaj called. And um, in the next following months also, several devotees came, like Jayadvaita Swami Mm. and other other Maharajas. Mm -hmm. And they would, you know, give him instructions and stuff like that. And what struck him was like, I think it, I believe it was Srila Gurudev who said, for the next six months, just concentrate in your sadhana. Mm-hmm. Go for a morning program, Mangalarti, chant your rounds nicely, read uh, from from the book, Srila Prabhupada's books. Mm-hmm. And somehow he figured it out in the next six months. And actually, if not for, if, he didn't lose that business. He would that be attached yes. to that place? Yes. And now we're in a much better situation. Yes. Yeah. That's a that. very good point, Prabhu, because what that reminds me, and I meant to say that, but I'm glad you brought it up, is sometimes we have to lose something to gain something. And as a devotee, we think, oh, I've got it made. Krishna's going to give me this, 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 this. No, that's one of your problems. You're attached to this, 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 and this. Krishna will take away things that are not conducive to your devotional service. But he never takes anything away without replacing it with something that's much better. And he asked your father to just increase his sadhana. You know, not, okay, open up another business, we'll try this. No, sometimes you need to take a different route, and then later on, whatever it is that you need, 
that I think you need, I'll give it to you. And he does that. I mean, how many people get a call from Guru Dave? It's not, it, I mean, that's, that's a big deal when Guru calls. So at that moment that he's praying to go, Paul, Tamal Krishna Goswami calls him. Amazing. Those are little miracles. But we have to recognize them so that we know that they're exceptional and that they're, they are available to everyone. It just depends on your mindset and where you are and what your focus is. Thank you for sharing that. Anyone else? Otherwise, we'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.